What's going on, everybody? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my friends over at Black Rifle Coffee. Listen, stop drinking communist coffee like Starbucks and, well, Dunkin' Donuts isn't as bad, but it's still not America's coffee. Not only do they give millions of dollars every single year to help veterans every single day, they're employing hundreds, if not thousands already of veterans as well, and they have legitimized themselves as America's coffee. So what are you waiting for? Go get it. Go be pro-America and support my friends at BlackRifleCoffee.com right now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, what's going on, America? On this episode, we are bringing in yet another person that is younger than us, Uh, and every day I'm getting older, and I swear everybody else is getting younger, but there's a new wave of social media influencers coming up, and a lot of them are uh, getting their starts on TikTok, et cetera, and I believe that there is hope for the future generation, so I believe it is important to give these people a platform uh, to you guys as they grow their audience, which was something that was not really given to me. Uh, everybody was pretty, pretty territorial when I was up and coming, but this is Lily Kate. And in, in this interview, we talk about just everything. We talk about life. We talk about what's it like, um, at her age, dealing with things that she has to deal with in the society in which we find ourselves today, because I refuse to be that older person that literally is so out of touch. I have no idea what our kids are facing. I got kids that are growing up. So if the younger generation is dealing with this now, imagine what our kids are going to deal with. So I find this discussion to be, uh, pretty powerful, pretty important, um, and, and again, it's more of a learning thing. And, and I think when you hear what she has to say, some of it will shock you. Some of it will make you proud. Uh, some of it will, uh, equip you, uh, especially those of you with younger kids like myself, as we move forward. And those of you who have kids that are 18 to 24, you definitely should be listening to this. Or if you are 18 to 24, you definitely should be listening to this because knowledge is everything. And that's the whole point of this show. That's the whole point of this platform is to have longer in-depth conversations to be able to educate people as much as humanly possible. So, this is a shorter episode, but I think it's an educational one at that. So, without further ado, let's get into a sponsor, and then here comes Lily Kate. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices. 
and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. Well, you know, Janet, who did understand that would be real Americans and the people who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting your savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. And it's not too late for you to take action now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 for a free, no-obligation info kit now. All right, and without further ado, Lily, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Um, how are things in your world? Excellent. A little early this morning, but hey, we're out here. Yeah, yeah. It was a long day yesterday, a little early this morning. Um, okay, so talk to me about it. You are a rising star in the world of influencer, in the world of social media, and, and things like that. Um, uh, younger than me, I, I tell everybody I get older every year and all the attendees seem to get younger and younger and younger. <laughs> um, I'm interested to know what it is like becoming an influencer now, uh, as opposed to when it happened to me about eight years ago now. Right. We've been doing this for good Lord, two years from now would be a decade. Crazy. We've been doing this stuff. so. What is it that you're seeing now? Uh, what, you know, what 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 platforms are you having the most success on? Mm -hmm. What platforms are giving you problems? This this and that. What was it like these days? Man, every platform really is giving me problems. I went to the Democratic National Convention in Dallas just to do a video report on it, and this video, I mean, it was empty there. It could have been a graveyard. It was crazy. Posted this video on Instagram. It started popping off, you know, 50k, 60, and going up really quickly. And then all of a sudden, last night, I check, it's back down at 15k. So Instagram and TikTok are both taking away views from uh, videos that make Democrats look bad, and it's very clear to see. So every platform is pretty tough, but all the alternatives, Rumble, Getter, Truth Social, all of those have you know good verification, good process, and Rumble has really good monetization, so it's been cool. However, I will say I used to have a career in Hollywood, YouTube, did a lot of content through my high school years, wholesome lifestyle kind of stuff, and what happened was during COVID, I'm from Texas, yeah. and... I went to a Target to do a very simple back-to-school video. Didn't wear a mask in a video. No one in Target even cared. Nobody even said anything. Come on, it's Texas. And all of a sudden, YouTube didn't like that. They gave me a strike on my channel, and pretty much after that, my revenue dropped, my views dropped, and pretty much my channel's now dead. Um, and that was a few years ago, right at the beginning of, really, the COVID tyranny. Um, and so even then, the tyranny and the, the censorship on YouTube has been pretty, pretty wicked, so. Yeah, so <clears throat> I've always argued, and I'd love to get your opinion on this, a lot of us, uh, you know, we call ourselves the, the 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 OG influencers, the old people influencers. However, you want to label people. us. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, it seems like the days of individuals going super bonkers, getting all of these followers, everything in the millions and millions. Sure. 
it it appears like those days are dead because of all the censorship that is here now. Is that something that you guys are seeing? Definitely on the conservative side, yes. But of course, you have the Charlie and Dixie D'Amelios, the Addison Rays of the world, that as soon as they start taking more clothing off, they go up and up and up and up. And you're right. seeing, you know, the D'Amelios even have a Netflix show now. They're getting invited to UFC fights. You know, they're getting all these benefits. So it really is picking and choosing who gets to break through that next wall and get whitelisted on either the YouTube channels or Instagram. Because all these social media platforms, I mean, they share data. If you're not growing on one, you're not going to grow on the other because they want, they don't just want to promote you on one. So they all are talking to each other constantly. So in the conservative Christian space, yes, it's a lot harder to be up and coming and rise to the top. And of course, that's why we have to do alternatives. Interesting. Interesting. So what would you say is the main point of focus now? So, so, so what is your normal audience demographic, would you say? Oh, young teen girls, definitely for sure. Okay. So, 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 all right. So young teen girls, that's very interesting. Because mine, a lot of people assume that I'm like 95% male right. audience. We're the exact opposite. <laughs> we are on like Facebook. We have millions there, but it's like 73% female yeah. on there. It's and the then mama bears. Instagram is more 50-50. Um, YouTube is the exact opposite. YouTube, we're like 90% men yeah. on YouTube. So we're kind of all over the place. But young teen girls... What would you say is the biggest things that you are focusing on to reach these young teen girls? Because I know when I started, um, I started at 27 years old when I started this. I had three kids at that point, and I saw all these things that were going on that were going to affect my kids. And so that's what I started talking uh, about politics for, because I realized, holy crap, we're going to lose everything. Yeah. What is it that inspired you to start speaking out? And what is it that young teen girls, since that's your primary art right now, at least. Yeah. What is it that, that, that is needed to be said? And what is it that you're fighting mm. right now? Yeah, well, I guess we'll go just straight to the heart of it. Don't fall for feminism. Feminism is a lie, especially this new radical version of feminism that has embraced this transgender ideology, mm -hmm. has embraced radical gender ideology. You need to reject that because feminism is responsible for the masculinization of women, the corporations blowing up with so many women. It's led to the murder of 63 million babies. It's tearing apart marriage, it's tearing apart society, and it's turned into a women's supremacy movement. Right. Feminism does not make sense on the basic fundamentals because out of World War II, Betty Friedan, you know, the original second wave feminist, you know, yeah. after women gained the right to vote, that was good. We should have stopped there. But she wrote a book on the assumption that men and women are fulfilled and relate to things in the same way, whether that be career, whether that be relationships, the church, sex, et cetera. Everything, men and women relate the same, which essentially erases the difference between men and women, which is the fundamental problem from which pretty much the last, ever since the 1960s sexual revolution has really caused, because now we have uh, sexual promiscuity. I mean, right and left, of course, we have abortion running rampant, hate for the church, and women now are trying to have this boss babe independent attitude saying, I'm better than men. Uh, men are trash. Men are the worst. Hashtag kill all men trending on Twitter a while back. And so that's really the, the thing that is tearing the country apart most because women always set the standard of a culture and if we don't hold that standard pretty high then the culture's kind of going to go to to shambles. Yeah, so so you are pushing for what a lot of people would view now as misogynistic values, which Isn't is it ironic. which is uh, women have a role in society, women have a role in the family system, the nuclear family as yeah. it were, the attack on the nuclear family has been so rampant here in the United States. Uh, you're a younger uh, girl yourself. I, I mean, 
do you do you see trouble? We had Morgan Zeggers on earlier yesterday, and we were talking about the dating world today, and we yeah. were talking about how difficult it is to even find potential compatible partners to try to do things the right way to eventually have kids of your own, yeah. train them up in the ways of the nuclear family, et cetera, and try to fix this wrong and this ship that seems to be happening. Do you find that issue? I find it for a lot of other people. I've been very fortunate. I've been in a relationship for two and a half hey! years with my next door neighbor. Right. And um, it's been very, very sweet. Oh. Yeah, we have applause. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Where's the laugh track coming in? Yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah. we've got some Michael Scott on there, too. Oh, anyway. the best. Yeah, I've been very, very blessed. We grew up next door to each other, and it was kind of a no-brainer. And he's, you know, very traditional, has definitely brought me more over, more Christian, more conservative. And so I've been very thankful. But yes, that's the thing, too. Feminism hates femininity, and femininity right. pulls the masculinity out of a man, and that's what women are most attracted to. We want a masculine man who's going to protect us, and it's not misogynistic or sexist to say that. It's just realistic, and right. men don't want a woman that's going to try and compete with them to emascula emasculate them. That's just not how we work, and that's not what we desire. That's not what answers our deepest questions, and so really, if we can insert a spirit, for me, you know, I always talk about how we can fight radical feminism with radical femininity, reinserting a spirit of femininity into women will not only make them happier because right now a Yale study just came out reporting that women are the most unhappy they've been since the 1970s. Oh, absolutely. And they try and chalk it up to, oh, women are comparing themselves to men more. No, it's because women are not mothers. They're not prioritizing getting married. All of a sudden they're 30 years old, can't have babies anymore. And then they have a corporate career there and they're is, miserable. There is so much more to life. And even as a man, I, I've realized this in my older years now, yeah. uh, there's so much more to life than status and money it only it only makes you feel good for so long yeah and a lot of times some of the most successful people I know are very lonely yes they've lost their marriages or they've chosen not to get married and not to have kids because they want the Lamborghinis and all this other kind of stuff and at the top of that mountain is loneliness yeah. and 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 despair and so you see a lot of depression rampant in the entrepreneurial world yes. as well and I became a victim of that a couple of years ago, chasing money and all this other kind of stuff. And at the top of it, I myself, you know, I always used to say, how can famous people and rich people like commit suicide yeah. and all this other Actually, kind of stuff? Actually, to, to put a book in on this story, the Miss America, I think 2019, I mean, in January, she jumped out of a window and killed herself. She had everything. She had fame. Yeah. She's the most beautiful woman I, I've ever seen. Yeah. Right? Miss America, she's a lawyer. The most progressive um, Miss America, or Miss USA, rather, we've ever had, but she was miserable. She couldn't, exactly. she couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it just, if I could, <laughs> I, I feel, like I said, I feel older and o older every year, but if I can tell everybody this, you know, it doesn't matter how many zeros you have in your bank account. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what kind of cars you drive, clothes you wear, how many dates you go on with so many people. None of that leaves you actual joy in yeah. your life. And none of that leads to actual happiness, long lasting right. happiness in your life. That's my heart. You know, I want to tell girls that because I grew up homeschooled in a family of six, right? And I moved out. I'm, I'm 20 minutes down the road from my family. And I go back there once, twice, three times a week, not only to see my boyfriend as her neighbors, but to see my family hang out with them. And I'm just like, there's nothing better than this. There yeah. really is nothing better than watching a movie with your little brothers because it's it's the best. Exactly. And so, you know, to, to, to put an end to this conversation here, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm very interested in this because like I said I'm getting older and I got a daughter who's getting older 
And hopefully she won't date till she's 30. But, you know, <laughs> but, but, but that's just not the reality of the situation. Stop laughing, Zach. Anyway, she's going to be the death of me. Absolutely. Oh but, but, but either way, you know, no one wants an unattractive daughter. But then you have a beautiful daughter and you're like, God, did you really have to like make her oh my that goodness. attractive? You know, because then you just think about, oh, it's going to be horrible. That's why I'm interested in these conversations. You yeah. know, what, what are the young women coming up? What is their biggest battles that they're facing? Not only from society, but from men yeah. that are being raised in this generation. I mean, what, what, what are our young women or our young girls that are becoming young women? What is their biggest obstacles that they're facing in that regard? I think there's actually two things. The first one leads into the second. The first one is they aren't understanding their deepest desires, needs, and their deepest question, and then kind of bleeding into that, they're looking for love in all the wrong places, and men are not answering that question. So right. as I kind of alluded to, a woman's deepest question is, am I loved? Am I beautiful? Am I worthy of being loved? Am I protected? Am I safe? Whereas a man's deepest question is like, can I rise to the occasion? Am I capable? Can I you know, defeat this challenge? Can I defeat the dragon? Right? Right. And men, you know, the dating world is supposed to be men pursuing women. But since men are so weak and so effeminate now today, you know, feminism has told them you are worthless. You are worth nothing. I can do a woman. I can do everything that you can do and better all at the same time. Right. Men are being told that. So they're feeling immoralized. They're feeling depressed and um, they're not chasing after women in the right way. And, you know, this is just for the dating age, of course. But. You know, women are not feeling wooed. They're not well, feeling they're pursued. Also, they're also, men are also afraid. Oh, well, I bet. Well, We've had this conversation mm -hmm. a lot, man. Back when I was in the Army, you know, back in my drinking days when I was younger, uh, you know, I mean, it was nothing like you'd go to the bar and you'd shoot your shot. You know, you'd sure. say, hey, can I buy you a drink? No. Okay, cool. You go to another one. Hey, can I buy you a drink? No. And now you got to worry about being me too. Exactly. Yep. And, and, and it, you know, it, it seems like men specifically – you know, you're having women or young women that are not getting the treatment that they deserve, which is to be pursued, right? But that's now viewed as like this stalker yeah. mentality. Oh, this guy's trying to pursue you to date yeah. you. Oh, he must be a serial killer. And all that. that used to be the way it was. If I took no for an answer the first time I tried to 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 talk to my wife. We wouldn't be married. You right. know? I mean, I, I didn't, you know, she was pretty cold the first time I, 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 I tried. I mean, and, there's so uh, much you miss out on if you don't shoot your shot. I mean, and, and that's what's so hard about dating. Yes, it's risky. Yes, it's a little scary. But at the same time, that's the risk that you have to take for something that's worthwhile. And yeah. mm -hmm. in the end, it's not really that big of a risk anyway. Is it, is, oh, it, yeah. is it a false statement to say that women still desire to be pursued by men. No, and it's that, not a and false that men should do that yeah. to, to find the right Well, part. and the thing is, these angry, angry, outraged feminists, you know, the ones who hate men, they probably had daddy issues. And yeah. I'm going to say that frankly. You know, these people who have, there's this new um, epidemic of people wanting, you know, and then I'm going to get graphic, but rape fantasies, watching extreme porn and, and desiring that kind of sexual activity that comes from a deep set hurt and a deep, deep, deep want for love and the rejection, the feeling of rejection. And so you can soften up someone up so much by just letting them know that you're interested in them. You hear them, you see them, you love them. And men, you know, that's, I guess what I would tell you is like, yes, you're masculine. Yes, you're trying to, you know, win the woman. But the way you win her is listening to her, hearing her. And as much as you can, and I know it's annoying, but empathizing with her yeah. and understanding her and talking with her and asking her about her day, you know, these timeless principles of dating and going steady, you know, those don't change. And yeah. I've been so blessed to have experienced that in my personal life. Um, and that's, I guess, why I can speak to it. Well, I think it's great. I think it's great that we have a new generation. 
Uh, I love it. You know, some people get really territorial and they're like, you know, these new people are coming out. I think it's awesome. I have a 10 year plan by 45. I'm out. Like, oh, wow. like, like, like I am. He's just you, gone. You will never one day y'all will look around and be like, where did Graham go? And just know living on your ranch I, out in Montana. I pulled it off. Like I did what I wanted to do. We show up one day and just, just and be so, a podcast. So I embrace this new generation of, of influencers uh, coming up because I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's pompous to believe that. I'm going to be able to reach everyone in the current generations for forever. Sure. That, that's that's ridiculous. I'm 35 years old. I got three kids. One of them starts middle school this year. Oh, like, man. like I am entering into a different phase, sure. right? And so I speak to different people now. And now we have people like yourself that's coming up that's speaking to the people that I can't. I mean, maybe I can. Like maybe some younger adults will listen to what I have to say. But the too, vast yeah. majority of the people that listen to us now are, you know, people in their late 20s, 30s that are married with kids, you know, and stuff. I mean, that's who we talk to more now. And, and so I think it's great. I think it's great what you're doing. I, I love what you stand for. Um, I, it gives me hope because there are times, uh, like I said, we've been doing this for almost eight years now. Sure. There are times you go, man, is any of it working oh at all goodness. is any of it reaching anybody at all you know kind of thing and and to see you guys coming up uh i, I think it's great so so i appreciate everything that you're doing where can people go to support you and see what you got going on yeah you can find me on instagram at it's lily kate and then you can support sanity check on tiktok or instagram at sanity check usa or you can go to my personal tiktok at the lily kate uh, but I'm banned pretty much all the time. So you might not get much content I'm on my, there. I'm on nice. my fifth TikTok account. Every time I <laughs> break 100,000, right. they, they delete me. Oh, every man. time, every time. Anyway, this has been a great conversation. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me.